0: Hey, hey, hey! It's we, Tony Marie, aka Daydream with Tony, and I'm your host here on the Daydream with Tony podcast. Oh, that is such an intro, isn't it? I mean, every single episode I say the same thing, but I kind of like it, like it's like a trend, but then I think maybe it's a bit annoying. I don't know. You just can let me know. <laughs> but. I hope you are all doing dabby dozy I'm really, really tired, really stressed, overwhelmed. Uni's been really hard for me right now. I don't know if you can relate. It just feels really weird. Like every day I'm just tired and I don't know if I'm maybe coming down with something or what. I have no, I have no idea, right? But I just don't feel my usual self and it's quite weird because usually I'm so energised and like, I don't know, I'm usually bouncing off the walls. But no, even coffee, it's not having an effect on me right now and I have no idea. Maybe I'm just stressed and tired and who knows, right? But you are going to make me feel better. When I chat, I feel better. So that's why I was like, you know what? I've not podcasted in a while. I mean, I think it's been like a week. Still, I was like, mm-mm-mm we need to sort this. Me and you, we're going to have a good chat today. And I also do think that the reason I'm down is part of the topic that we're going to be discussing today, which is body image, um, disordered eating and all that other stuff. So if that kind of stuff does maybe trigger you, I would just say maybe don't listen. However, I do think it's going to be helpful. I'm not going to be talking about, like, calories and things like this. Not like that. I'm just going to be sharing my struggles and how my life is right now and where I'm hoping to get to in the hopes that it does help someone else. Um, but yeah, how are you? Oh, oh my god, my chair just moved. Spooky, it's Halloween and, well, not yet, but it's going to be Halloween on Monday this is currently Friday when I'm recording this, don't know when you're listening. Hmm, strange. As I was saying, how are you? I hope you are doing good. If you're not, please remember all storms pass as always. So let's just get on with today's podcast episode, guys. So like I was saying, today's episode is all about body image, mental health, disordered eating, and it'll just touch on (laughs) <laughs> loads of things to be fair because I'm a wee bit messed up at the moment I'm not gonna lie have been for a while and maybe you are too maybe we're both messed up which isn't a good thing of course but it can feel really lonely and to know that you're not the only person that's chipped temporarily temporarily sorry I can't say that word it can bring a lot of peace a lot of calm and I still do think there is stigma around mental health so to know that someone else is going through exactly the same thing, it's really, I don't really know the best word for it but it it just makes you feel less alone basically. Body image, it's quite controversial, it's really sensitive but it's equally really important and necessary that I talk about it because I am, you know. In a position where I know a lot of girls look up to me. I know a lot of wee girls. I know that as a teacher, it's also going to be a role to be a role model. Um, I know that there are people on my Instagram who relate. TikTok. All you guys. Basically, you listening. I know that you relate. And maybe that's why you've clicked on this episode. Because it's something you struggle with, struggled with, know someone struggling with. or I don't know. Maybe you're just interested to know what I'm struggling with. Like, I enjoy well I don't enjoy that people have struggles you know what I mean but I enjoy learning about other people's struggles and I really admire them for it so who knows I'm sure whoever you are you will take something away from this whether you are a young girl or a boy or an adult an elder I don't have a clue I don't think there are elders who watch or listen to this rather (laughs) I mean imagine there's like a wee pensioner right now in their care home listening If you are, hey! Um, But no, I very much doubt it. And I want to use my very small little voice to help even one person, even a teeny tiny bit. Like, that is my only goal for this podcast episode. Where do I even begin? So body image and disordered eating is something I've struggled with for years, but only recently have I sort of admitted it. Um, I knew it was there, everyone around me sort of knew, but I feel like everyone was just sort of avoiding it, you know? Like, they did go through spells of, you know, saying, oh, Tony, you're looking a bit scrawny, you know, and they're nice in their lovely ways, um, which didn't really help at all, clearly. Most people who know me knew Something was up with me. Like, there's something, there's something not quite right. Just between anxiety and the like my eating habits. Habits, I would say, like, sometimes I just didn't eat, if that makes sense. It sounds really sad, and it's this is like my first time actually openly talking about it because recently I decided to admit that I needed help and admit that I have a problem and try and find out what's actually wrong with me I've actually got a referral on Monday the 7th so I feel like this is also quite good because I'm genuinely going through it like right now like it's gonna I'm gonna be sharing the whole process as I actually go through it a lot of people share it once they've been through it or I don't know like so for someone who's been quite like this is my life right now you know I don't know Maybe it's yours as well or whatever. Um, So yeah, I have struggled with it off and on since I was about 14. It all just started with like comparing to other people, you know, when you're like in school and being a dancer, you're always in front of a mirror or even when I was younger, I was always quite conscious and I think it's just from comments from family members who obviously I'm not going to name, but they know who they are. I doubt they listen, but if they do, you know... Like, they used to say that me and my sister looked chubby or whatever when we were younger. Which we didn't. Like, we really didn't. And I can assure you we didn't. But for some odd reason, this family member in particular used to say we did. I don't know why, but I think they've got their own issues. Um. So anyway, obviously stuff like that does have an influence. You don't actually realise the power of words and the power of even behaviours around you as a kid. Like it can actually affect you whether it be small or teeny or whatever, and it might seem insignificant at the time or to other people, but it's really not. And I feel like there's a lot of diet culture. I know a lot of my family members are quite, I would honestly say, obsessed with exercise and things like that. And the way they talk about food can be quite triggering at times, and I've just sort of distanced myself for myself, which is completely okay by the way, if you're in the same boat distance yourself even for a bit like it doesn't have to be permanent but you need to take care of your peace your wealth oh sorry my wee alarm's going off um your health all that jazz so from comments of that you know diet culture um being a cheerleader as well as a flyer I don't know if you know but that as well high school social media becoming more prevalent in our lives at high school as well I think played a massive part and just when your body's changing you know at like 14 15 everything's changing and you sort of hate things maybe you don't but I did like I remember physically being so paranoid like i gone through my whole childhood not really caring about what I looked like like some of my friends would be like oh I'm going on a diet in primary school that's what they'd be saying and I'd be like don't be silly right and I remember eventually for some odd reason it must have just been one morning I woke up and I thought you know what I'm joining the club (laughs) and like I just became so self-conscious with like my eyebrows even like what even um then I was dead self-conscious I remember my legs because I'm quite small and my legs like, I don't have really long legs like a Victoria's Secret Angel, which was getting shoved down our, like, faces as kids. Not kids, like, teens. Um, which little do they, like we all know, or did we know, that at the time a lot of the Victoria's Secret Angels weren't healthy. They weren't healthy weights for themselves and it was just this unrealistic way to look. Um, and I used to be so self-conscious over my legs in particular or not having a six-pack... Who even has a six-pack? So yeah, I'd, I've always been sensitive and a bit of a perfectionist, an anxious child. I've done a I'm pretty sure I talked about this in like my mental health episode. Like I had really bad anxiety as a kid and it was like really, really bad. Like I quit all my clubs. It was just after my parents' divorce I had to go to counselling. Um, I would just have these irrational fears at any given point in the day. Like I would worry I was going bald. I would worry... That I was going to get arrested. I would worry that someone was going to die. And all sorts. It was very. Quite a sad time to be honest. I don't really remember life without anxiety. Which is crazy. um, Because I've had it since like the age of 7. Which is quite sad when you think about it. That is. I don't know if yous can really on that level. If yous do I'm so sorry that yous do. Because anxiety is a terrible terrible thing. So leading on from that. Um, obviously started getting self-conscious about my body then came the obsessive healthy eating I started like I remember please just take this with a pinch of salt I'm not recommending this at all this is the whole point of the podcast episode to share my struggles which were not normal but for some reason in my little brain seemed normal I would only eat clean foods, only healthy foods, things with green labels. I'm literally still going through this right now, you guys. So talking about this, it's just kind of it does make me feel a wee bit embarrassed because this is literally still me as and I'm only just sort of like realising it right now, as I'm actually saying it out loud, because I've not been to my doctor's appointment yet, it's in a week. Um at TESS which is the tertiary eating disorder specialist in Scotland so I'm going there but anyway then I would limit like no sugars or I became really conscious of like salt as well I don't know why but I would like track my salt track my sugar fats and then I developed fear foods which I still have and the thought of them actually makes me anxious so I don't really want to think about them right now because it'll send me into a spiral and that's not good you know what I mean like fear foods like it's basically a fear food if you don't know is a food that makes you feel so anxious to even think about like touching like oh um quite mad but like you know the same way you'd be scared of the dark it's sort of like that like you can honestly get really anxious just like eating out that is something which makes me really anxious still so yeah I'm really sorry if you're in the same boat I- I- Actually, think I might get quite emotional, like speaking about this, because it's such a real thing, and I'm only just realising how like bizarre my brain has actually become, you know. Um, so as as I'm just saying, I am warning you one last time. This is going to be really real and really authentic. Um, but if you can really good, but not good, you know what I mean. Obviously, then I lost my periods at the age of let me think well I started them when I was like 14 and a half I think uh, and then I only had them like for six months or so before I started restricting and over exercising and developed hypo, hypothalamic amenorrhea or something it's like called HA but it's from under eating and over exercising basically you lose your period which I thought at the time great like what a vibe because I hated having them anyway so I was like oh yes get in get in I must be so healthy life is great it's actually the complete opposite and it basically means when you don't have a period like your body is like it's literally just trying to survive and it can't it's not healthy essentially um so I've not had my periods for literally three years which is not good because I'm 19, I'm turning 20, uh, which is bizarre. And when I actually think about it, like that is really quite scary and quite crazy because I want more than anything to be a mum one day. And the fact that, you know, not having a period means that like, you can't have kids obviously at the moment. Um, but then I've also heard things like people can never have kids and that is a fear and something that if I was to find out that I couldn't have kids I think I would actually go mad because I love kids and I, I've always had the dream of having a big family um, when the time is right but I mean who knows because there are equally as many stories of people who have gone through these things and still manage to have kids so I don't know but that's not I mean it's not a real concern right now because like I'm not going to be want to have kids at this very moment but I do just want to get my back anyway to be healthy and you should too if you're in the same boat. It is not good. Uh, It might feel good sometimes like to not have to worry about that kind of stuff but it's not healthy and it's your body telling you like hon come on you need to sort yourself out basically. So yeah, that happened, that's still happening, but I feel like the only way to get that back is literally to get healthy, to eat enough and to gain weight, which is scary and terrifying to even think about um, as I sit here now because I've not started anything to get that way and yeah, but I have definitely stopped exercising as much. I remember going through such a phase, it was in lockdown, um, you know, Chloe Ting, Pamela Rife, I was obsessed like obsessed. I would literally do like three workouts and then go on like five walks a day when we were allowed. I remember when we couldn't go out on a walk guys? Is that not crazy? Like you go out on your second walk of the day and you'd feel so guilty because you've already been on your one walk and you'd be like oh my god I'm breaking the law right now. Bizarre. But um, yeah I was very very obsessed and it wasn't good because literally when I think back I'm like oh my god now I just do yoga and I think I just do a lot of walking to be honest and I know I don't eat enough but again it's not such a case like people don't understand that it's not a case of being like right well oh well I want to get better that's me tomorrow boom I'm on I'm just gonna get healthy gonna get better not gonna exercise gonna eat enough blah blah blah." but it's not like that it's not like that in the slightest because it's the emotional impact, the mental impact, the everything is just so so hard and that is the reason why I've decided to obviously reach out for help because this is not a way to go on and please if you're in the same boat, reach out for help. I do feel like it's so glamorised to have an eating disorder or to have disordered eating or to become obsessed with healthy eating, diets, all that kind of stuff. It has become so glamorised and it is not okay at all because I feel like everyone idolises sick bodies and that sounds horrible and to think that we all idolised that and thought I need to look like that to be a pretty girl, I need to look like that to be a girl in this century and in this day and age when in reality we were choosing to be skinny and basically dying to put it bluntly than... Healthy and happy. And it is just crazy how the mind and the human and everything about that works because for some reason we were all inclined to want to look that way because of the way marketing was and things like that. Kids, teen girls are so naive and they can really idolise these things and then they find out that actually it's not what it seems and nothing's as it seems. Do you remember if was a Away Release? Everything is not as it seems. Apart from that, guys. My current struggles are obviously just not eating enough, over-exercising. I'm constantly freezing. I'm constantly tired. I have so many fears, so much anxiety around food, certain foods, which is heartbreaking to even think and heartbreaking to even say. And I'm sure if any of my friends and family are listening, they're probably going to be like, "Oh God, like that, like." They'll probably feel a bit upset about it. And I'm not going to lie, I would be too if it was one of my best friends sitting here. But at the end of the day, I am on the route to getting better. I'm on the route to getting, you know, diagnosed, I suppose you could say. Um, and just sharing this whole journey with you because I feel like it is so, so important. And if you're in the same boat, please send me a DM because sometimes. I feel quite alone and I feel like a little idiot just speaking to this microphone, uploading it for the world to hear and then sometimes little imposter syndrome is like everyone's judging you, everyone thinks you're a right wee weirdo. Uh, Hopefully not. So I'm just going to share a couple tips right now um, and just little like things that I feel like are really important. So number one, ask for help if you think you're struggling with your eating your exercise your habits you feel anxious around foods you constantly have a mind that is on overdrive 24 7 about foods because this is my mind right this time like my brain is bizarre I don't allow myself to have treats or anything because when I do I feel so much guilt and I'm like oh well Tony you need to go do this now you need to you can't eat this now, you can't do that because you had this and blah, 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 Or I'm constantly thinking, well, if I have this right now, what can I have later? If that If that's going to go over calories, which it never does, let's be honest, or your macros, honestly, it is so draining to have any sort of disordered eating and my heart goes out to you because you and me, like, we just don't understand that there can be life without it. We're so used to this rule book and this little monster inside our heads keeping us as a prisoner when I'm so sure we can all be set free find a little chip and put it back where it was chipped you know the broken piece find it and put it back because we're going to get there me and you so ask for help please it will probably be the best thing we ever do I'm hoping that I get to happy healthy me one day because that is all I want at the moment do it even just send me a DM we can chat we can I don't know Maybe we can be wee buddies, pen pals. (laughs) Number two is rip up that rule rule book. Rip up the rule book one by one. It will be hard, it will be scary and it will be absolutely petrifying, terrifying. Scarier than the dark, right? (laughs) Like, I can only imagine how scary it's going to be and it's going to be tough but you have to be brave, you have to just power through and remember what's going to come for you and what's going to be the best outcome for you which is obviously happiness, health, freedom, food freedom and just being able to live your life without thinking about foods and being so strict around it and restricting yourself because life is to be lived. We only live once and so to restrict yourself so much and not allow yourself to have spontaneous trips and things like that or eating and that's another thing like times that you eat I feel like I'm so strict with that as well like it makes me anxious if I I don't eat at certain times but again yeah just ripping up the rule book I've got so many rules I want to rip up and I'll obviously be sharing them along the way and we can do that together guys if you want to join me on that journey another thing is just to not put value in your self-worth and how you view yourself And your physical looks obviously you can look in the mirror and think damn slay I look stunning today but if you find that you're not doing that when you look in the mirror don't look in the mirror simple as that there is so much more to you than how you look please know that you are stunning and you are beautiful and you're so worth just everything your exercise your food you your body does not determine your worth it doesn't your body is your home and yeah (laughs) and the final one is food is fuel I say this all too often I hear it all too often and it's just so hard to get into your head but I feel like the more I say it the more I believe it the more you hear it the more you might believe it food is fuel food is fuel food is fuel like when we were younger we wouldn't worry if we were hungry we would just eat why when we get older is that different if you're hungry eat You need to eat, your brain needs food, whether you're out exercising, running matins, whether you're out in a wee walk doing yoga, whether you are literally sitting on your bum all day, whether you're doing your uni work, watching movies. You need energy to do it all regardless, whatever it is. You need energy. You need energy to live, simply put. So just eat what you want and stop caring so much. Food's to be enjoyed. Food is there to fuel you. And it's a means of life. It's not a choice whether you want to eat or not. You need to eat. I'm going to stop this podcast episode right now. I feel like if I go on any longer, it might get a bit heavier. And it's just, I don't want to depress you too much. So this will probably be a part one. I will do a part two if people want it, if people feel like it's going to help. Of course, because this helps me as well. And I feel like if it's going to help one person, even a teeny, tiny smidgen, then it is all worthwhile. So, I'm going to love yous and leave yous tonight, today, this morning, whenever you listen to this. It's been a long day. I've had uni. I actually had a seminar today and I hate seminars. (laughs) I just hate it. I would rather sit with a textbook, which is weird. I hate collaborative work. I'm such an introvert. It is actually so strange. I've actually got a lot of uni work to do, to be honest, which I'm probably better doing because tomorrow I'm facing one of my fears, guys. I am. I am going out for lunch for my little sister's birthday and I'm going to order whatever the hell I want on the menu. Yes, I am. And I'll probably feel really anxious and probably want to cry, but you know what? The only way to get through it is to go through it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you the biggest air hugs, the biggest air kisses you got this obviously you can follow me on instagram and tiktok it's daydreaming with tony youtube tony marie tony with an i guys tony with an i i say that every time i go to starbucks they're like what's your name and i'm like tony with an i just because i'm sick and tired of people putting it tony with a y like a boy i'm not a boy um (laughs) anyways i'm gonna go and yeah please let me know how you are and and the DMs sliding into the DMs and I'll see you all in the next podcast episode. Bye.